All right, today we're going to talk about the flight mechanisms and aerodynamics of bumblebees. And Derek, why would we want to talk about bumblebees? Well, there's this rumor out there floating around that says those little buggers can't fly. If you've ever been outside, you know that this isn't true because you've seen them flitting about, hither and yon, doing what they do. Hell, there's even a Black Mirror episode where the bumblebees are the, uh, well, I won't tell you what they are, but <clears throat> they serve quite, quite a good uh, plot twist in that one. Brought to you by the letter B and the number 45 because of the beehive state, Utah, 45th state in the union. It's been really tough. This one was interesting because um, it, it, it apparently originated sometime in the 30s, yet it's turned out to be something that's been very difficult to pin down with any, with any real certainty. John McMasters tells a story about uh, an unnamed Swiss aerodynamic uh, engineer at a dinner party who probably, after a few drinks, was questioned by somebody at the party about, you know, the, the mechanics of a bumblebee. And apparently he did some back-of-the-napkin calculations, turned to the other guests and says, yeah, by my calculations, he shouldn't really be able to fly. Um, you know, that's, that's the original story. Who knows? Uh, but there, uh, when we want to go for something we actually put our hands on or actually read, in 1934, there's a book, Les Vols des Insects, by the French entomologist Antoine Magnon. And... They had amplified all the air resistance equations uh, to put, apply them to insects, and they found that flight was impossible. And I quote, one shouldn't be surprised that the results of the calculations don't square with reality. So even back then, they kind of knew that, all right, we, we can't really figure out why. I mean, our math is saying that these guys can't fly, um, but, uh, but they do. So, so when you dig into it a little bit, you get into uh, fixed-wing aerodynamics, and, and I did that so that you don't have to. Um, so it turns out that bumblebees um, have to flap their wings, and the truth is is they flap just pretty much harder than anybody else. Um, so they can actually increase the amplitude of the wing strokes to get more lift. One of the really cool things about the way a bumblebee flies is it uses kind of a figure eight motion with its wings, um, and what that does is it and what that does is it creates this crazy low pressure system vortices above them, which run down the edges of the wings, and that actually generates about forty five percent more lift. So this just goes to show that uh, that we're always learning something new, and so things we think today that we can't figure out or we think are magic or don't make any sense one day in the future, we're going to understand it. And they're going to look back at us and go, God, what a bunch of idiots. So the other thing you got to understand is um, air at the scale of a bee is a lot different as far as like the feel and behavior. It's just different at that scale versus what you and I are used to. So think of it, to, to the bumblebee, being in the air is a lot like walking through water all the time because of, of his size in relation to the size of the air molecules. So someone compared it to molasses. I, I don't know. I mean, nobody's ever asked to be, I don't think. It's just, get, get, for them, it's a lot thicker. So it actually makes it, not, I don't want to say easier, but the, but the uh, obviously the physics of it are a lot different. There you have it, folks, why bumblebees can fly. I want to thank everybody for listening. I appreciate you all. Hi, Mom. Last, but certainly not least, please drop a review on iTunes or wherever fine podcasts are sold. We appreciate it. All right, go forth, have a great day, and we will talk to you later.